Hello, my name is Christina, and thank you for checking in to the Home for Wayward OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. Today, our guest is Jake Mason. Jake, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being willing to come on the show. I know you, if you weren't the first person to reply to that tweet I made a long time ago about guesting, you were like the second person. Uh, yeah, I, so. I, I think I was pretty high up on the list. <laughs> yes, this has been in the works for a while. Yes. Considering uh, how the podcast has been in the works for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I think only one episode has aired. Uh, well, the zero episode and one episode is aired. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to hear. I know there's a lot of other people before me, so I'm excited for this. Yeah. So do I do I reveal who we're talking about or? Well, uh, who do you want to talk about today, Jake? Uh, I I want to talk about my character from my one of my podcasts, uh, Rose Jenny. Yes. Uh, we already said this off air, but I feel like it needs restating. Even though the even though I feel like the Venn diagram of people who listen to both this podcast and most of Jake's podcasts is a circle, uh, yeah. <laughs> we will be doing our best to keep things mostly spoiler free in case you haven't listened to World Two United yet. And if you haven't, you should go and listen to it after you I finish would... listening to this. Yeah, uh, you don't stop this podcast just to go listen to that. There's plenty of episodes that are not going anywhere, but I I think it's a pretty good show. I mean, it's all right. I, I would, <laughs> it's okay. It'll do. Yeah, it'll do. Uh, yeah, it's an actual play RPG podcast set in the world of... It's the Pokemon world, but it is uh, not part of any particular canon. So uh, it's it's kind of our own, our own classic spin on things. Uh, and I play the daughter of a police officer uh, who is... She's actually the first Jenny to not be a police officer. Um, first Jenny ever, or just like first Jenny e in a hundred years? Ever, the first wow. Jenny ever to not because like why like if if you're making a a brand new thing right and you're like oh this, she's gonna be the first one to not be a cop why wouldn't you just be the first like we you know Fair we point. don't have any we, we don't have any plans for like the other Jenny Grandma Jenny who is an accountant like no that's <laughs> boring like no Rose is the first. So you and you not kind of like travel to like the ruins of Elf and find like like rune paintings of an ancient Jenny with blue hair who was not a police officer uh, left well, the town no, guard. Uh, I can't comment on Johto, so um, good. We're keeping Johto off the table for now. I figured we've got uh, we've got plans. Don't worry about it. We've oh, got. I am sure you do have plans. Yeah. Maybe not of, written of... down plans, but plans. No, 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 no. And maybe we should, because sometimes I'll be like, Alan, do you remember this thing that we talked about? And he'll be like, no. And I'll be like, okay, well, we definitely did talk about it, so let me just, like, find it real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's Rose. She's um, kind of a, a troublemaker. She is, I, I would call her a bad... <laughs> I, what's the, hey, what's the swearing on this, uh, on this podcast? What's I the swearing level? I figure crapping down. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, just so I know where... Gotta adjust my scale too. Yeah, yeah. she's a crappy teen. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> but yes. Uh, yeah. What do you? Uh, what do you? What do you want to know about her? What does anyone want to know about her? Well, uh, for to start in general, uh, for those of you who maybe are not familiar with World Two United, uh, would you be willing to explain the setting that Rose was created for, and maybe like a little bit about her backstory, uh, personality, that kind of thing. Uh yeah, so the the it's Kanto, the first Pokemon region that you go to. Uh, it takes place twenty years after the events of Red and Blue. It's that that was chosen specifically because we started it a little after the twenty year anniversary. I think like a couple months after. And yeah, uh, that's about right. Yeah, because it was uh April is when we started. Nebulously April is when we started. So it's written down somewhere. I just don't remember off the top of my head. Um, so we, we chose that and then that way we could like fast forward the world 20 years. And so like, you know, yeah, you know, things are different. Cities are bigger. We wanted to make it feel more lived in. Like, I don't like the anime. Um, I think it's a bad show. I think it's like pretty bad. Um, I mean, it's fine for dumb babies, but like, you know, <laughs> I, watching it again, which I did, you know, a couple years ago, I watched several episodes of it and it was not fun. Yeah. Uh, it's uh it you know 
it feels like a world. Like it's not like you go to Pallet Town and there are three buildings in the town. Like that's not a town. That's a cul-de-sac. Uh, <laughs> a, that's a a bad cul-de-sac because it's a triangle. Uh, so we wanted to be like, all right, Pallet Town's you know like a real town. It's like a, still a small town. And then when we get to like the yeah. bigger cities, they're like they're bigger and they feel different. The thing I like about the the regions is that each town or city like f- has a feel to it. So like when we get to Cerulean, it's like it's the fancy town. Like there's you know this is where yeah. like the contest contests hall. are. Yeah, and the the gym is like this big tower that like rises and it's a big to do <laughs> and there's a bunch of Empoleon butlers everywhere because Matt uh, and there's a, yeah there's a garden at the top because Matt. Uh, so yeah, it's a. Uh, that's that's the setting is we just wanted it to be like you know a a lived in Pokemon world where we could like kind of dig into some stuff uh, mm-hmm. that that isn't necessarily touched on in the games, yeah. Um, but like or is touched on, but like could be expanded on in a way that we think we could have fun with. Mm-hmm. So, um, and as for Rose, she's uh like she's the the youngest of four. All of her older sisters are cops. Her mm-hmm. mom's a cop. Her grandma's a cop. Every relative of hers is a cop. Uh, that is, that is a, a, a lady, uh, she does like her, her dad's not in the picture because like, I don't know. I made that decision early on. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know exactly why. And then we haven't really run into any other male relatives of hers. I don't know what they do. I'm sure they have, uh, they're doing Brothers. fine, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Someone uh, has a brother somewhere. Well, there are no boy Jennies. That's, it's just the, the Jenny and they all look exactly the same. They're all identical and sound the same. Um, like, well, I mean, with the exception of like Rose sounds different than the rest of them because I only play yes. one and Alan plays the rest of them. Yes. Um, a lot of meta narrative, meta textual stuff piled up on top of it. But uh, yeah, he, uh, uh, he at first he was like, all the cops are just Jennies. And so, like, no, that's ridiculous. But mm-hmm. every Jenny is a cop. Uh, and they are all, they all look the same because the Jenny DNA is just very strong. Yes. It just, it just cuts through things. Just like the uh, joy DNA is very strong. Yeah. It's, it's those two professions are just like, you know, they, it cuts through pretty much anything else. Uh, and mm-hmm. you just like look the same. But does it cut to the feeling? Uh, I mean, yes. It's probably the, oh, is that the best song of 2017? Rainbow did come out in 2017. I would say yes. Cut to the feeling is the best song of 2017. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we'll see I don't, if your feelings on that change by the time this episode comes out. I <laughs> uh, I mean 2017. I feel like we was pretty locked away. Cut to the feeling is like a a shot of pure dopamine to my brain. So it would take a lot to like to get over that. Though there was a Nintendo Direct and there was a song on the uh, Splatoon DLC that was pretty dope. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, anyway, this is not like a music podcast, but it can be if you want to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen for the rest of the time. I can go. I mean, this is, if you have a Carly Rae Jepsen original character, that would be thematically Mm. appropriate, but. Not, not yet. Not yet. I do not have a Carly Rae OC. I don't know what that would even mean. I don't know what you would do for that. Uh, it seems a little intrusive. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, where was I? What was I talking about? Talking about Rose. Right. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's the reason I'm here, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. She's a she's a crappy teen. She's a troublemaker because she um, steered very much away. She decided like at a like when she was like five that she's like I'm not going to be a cop. Maybe even younger. She's like I won't be a cop, and everyone's like. <gasps> and then so from then on, she's like I'm going to be the most not a cop I can possibly be. Asterisk. And they haven't, and they still haven't gotten used to the fact that she has not changed her life goals, for the most part. Since she was five, yeah, uh, it, it actually might it might even be younger based on a a sketch that Shannon did once when we were talking about stuff uh, of Rose looking because uh, the other thing is she was not allowed to get a Pokemon um, because cop dogs were for cops and she didn't want to be a cop so she couldn't get a Growlithe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of informs that worked out so well. Well, okay, we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, she, so that kind of informs the like where I started. Uh, with her because um, like it's for an rpg so like i don't typically when i play rpgs i don't like to have too much planned out because i like being able to, i like having a lot of room to play with mm-hmm. um which I'm is not, the jake well, mason brand i'm not what you would call a planner i am pretty okay at improv so i try to steer into that but i had this idea that like you know she wasn't allowed to get uh, a, a pokemon so she has this like 
I guess like uh, not a a double amount of respect for Pokemon, uh, but like she does word we had to make up because mm-hmm. in the Pokemon world you can eat a vegetable and it can still be a Pokemon. Um, so she doesn't That's eat any. True. She doesn't eat any Pokemon, so she's a Poketarian, and that is because like, why would you eat a Pokemon? They are your friends. Like, would you eat your cats? No, that's ridiculous. No. You wouldn't eat your dog. No, I would that's not, insane. I would not eat my cat. That is absolutely insane. And every single Pokemon is a cat or a dog. Like, it's a. They're all pets. They're Especially all your friends. Like, execute. That's a real cat right there. Look, yeah, absolutely. It's got six grumpy faces, just like all cats have. <laughs> I mean, not at the same time. Uh, I mean, maybe I've never seen a cat before. <laughs> There are six faces? Are you sure? I am very sure. I don't know. It seems suspect. I feel like they all might have six faces. Okay. Uh, okay, well, the jury's out on how many faces cats have. But the point is that, like, you wouldn't... And, like, I didn't, I didn't like, think of this going in, but it, then Josh, like, had his character, Cobalt, had, um, like, beef jerky made from Tauros, and that's when I made the decision that, like... Well, I, I say I made the decision. Like, Jake Mason, the person, was revulsed by that, and I was like, oh, no, uh, that, this, that that will not stand. Um, so, yeah, and then eventually she gets a Growlithe. Uh, it's her, her starter, and uh, she goes on a Pokemon journey, which no one in her family has because they all went right into the police academy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that, yeah, that's uh, kind of where she starts. That's the start of Rose. I think there's a lot yeah. more to it than that, especially when you start adding in the other characters and how she reacts to them, so... Oh, yeah, especially. And we can talk about that a little bit more later if you want. Oh, sure. Since Rose is a Jenny, and you mentioned that she is, as a Jenny, very similar, to, if not identical, to every other Jenny in her family, what ma- what sets Rose apart visually from the rest of the Jennies, besides the fact that she doesn't wear a police uniform of any kind? Uh, Well, number one, she has blue eyes. The rest of them have red eyes. That was a... Uh, I don't want to say a choice that anybody made. Shannon, uh, way early on, like before we were really friends, and she just like listened to it. She did like a GIF of Rose and Cobalt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually our album art now. Um, that's it, it obviously is not a in a oh, GIF yeah. form. Yes, that would be still, insane. Yes, the still image is <laughs> yeah. part of the album art. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, she gave Rose blue eyes, and I was like, oh, that's why she's different. That's why she doesn't want to be a cop. She doesn't have the she doesn't have cop eyes. <laughs> So, um, the eyes are the windows to the soul. Exactly. So I kind of backtracked from there. So that it's that she's also kind of short. Um, she hasn't hit a growth spurt yet. Uh, I imagine she will at some point, but she's like five foot even. Um, uh, she's a little more leg than anything because like her legs yes. grew before the rest of her did. Uh, which is just like a funny thing that happens to teens sometimes. It just makes me chuckle. As someone who has very short legs, like that never happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like sometimes you'll, you'll just like see a teenager and be like, oh. Soon, the rest of your torso is going to catch up to you. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not in direct contact daily with teens, but yes, I have seen teenagers in the past that I would, that definitely fit that, that like, yeah, yeah you have, you'll grow into your legs at some point, kid. Yeah, at some point. You're, you're going to be fine. Uh, so she's like, you know, uh, just, just hasn't hit the growth spurt yet. And, uh, and, and the blue eyes, that's pretty much it. Um, other than that, she looks like I mean, your like, standard issue, Jenny. Fashion? Oh yeah, I mean, there's a I, okay. So I can talk about fashion in the in in the sense that I can talk about how much I don't know about it and still try. Um, so yeah, I just like to I, I like to put her in a lot of cute outfits. Most it's like mostly overall shorts because uh, that is my fave. And uh, also that misty aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of times I will just uh, literally message Shannon and be like, "I need an outfit for Rose," and then I will get one. <laughs> Uh, there's actually a couple times on the podcast where she was on and, uh, Alan was like, what's Rose's outfit today? And I was like, okay, well, and then I cut out Shannon explaining it to me and or like, I'll have like a picture and be like, what is this? I don't know what any of these are. And she'll be like these. Uh, so if you go to, if you listen to the, uh, interlude, the act one interlude, the SSN episode, mm-hmm. uh, literally, episode. uh, literally Shannon is on the whole time, but said, like I cut out her track until she shows up because like she was laughing at you know like just like giggling at the yeah. being on yeah you know, the show yeah. and uh and at one point I was like Rose's dress is and then I cut out <laughs> Shannon explaining it to me and just I said it as if uh as if I knew anything about anything um yeah and then uh also a fun prank Alan played on me I was like all right I got some cute outfits planned uh like a lot of summer clothes it's gonna be a real good time. <laughs> 
the like the second thing Alan does is oh the the weather gets thrown out of balance and it gets unseasonably cold for the first thirty episodes. And so it's me going like I don't know leggings and a jacket. I don't know. Because Rose wasn't going to wear snow pants, right? Well, only if she was going to be playing in the snow for an extended period of time, which would be appropriate for snow pants. Like, my my favorite Rose outfit is a uh, like a yellow sundress. that I, I work at a Target, and I saw it at work, and I was like, Rose would wear that. Uh, so it's a yellow sundress and a denim vest over it. And guess where she can wear those? Inside exclusively uh, during yeah. those first 30 episodes because it's snowing outside, and that would be very bad for her. Um, so thanks, Alan, I guess is what I'm trying to say for <laughs> after, especially after the first episode where Josh said, let's just go to Cinnabar instead. And I saw the fear and panic in his eyes. And I said, no, let's not do that. And then this is how, this is how you do me, Alan. This is how you do me. Jake, this is supposed to be a positive podcast. I try. Look, I tried real hard. Call out our friends. You brought up snow pants. This is on you, Christina. What's the next question? You got anything else you want to talk about? Moving on from the changes that I probably will have cut out about snow pants and maple syrup. <laughs> Enjoy that lack of context, dear listeners. Oh, boy. Um, aside, obviously, Rose was created for the purposes of uh, of an actual RPG, uh, actual play RPG podcast. Yeah. Um, so aside from the fact that you created her because you needed a character, um, what were like your inspirations behind creating Rose? Why did you create her specifically as opposed to, I don't know, creating someone else? I can't think of any other good character archetypes. Um, well, I mean, it was Josh's first podcast or well, not his first podcast, obviously it was his first, uh, uh, RPG mm-hmm. sort of, we played one session of D and D and it didn't go great. Um, it just like. Everyone was rusty and no one knew what they were doing yeah. and we all died. So it was just like not a oh, fun great. time. Yeah, we had a total party kill. So it wasn't like a super fun time. Um, so Alan, before we we didn't know him and he was like, hey, I'll run a Pokemon RPG for you. And we, mm-hmm. we called his bluff. And then we talked like, I think twice before <laughs> we recorded the first episode, maybe three times. Oh, um, wow. and, then, and then we recorded the first episode and everyone thought we had been friends for a long time. So I guess that Aww. was pretty good. Uh, so... I knew Josh was going to be creating Josh, but Pokemon. So I wanted to, I didn't want to do Jake, but Pokemon because to be completely honest, Jake's a lot. (laughs) Jake's, Jake's a lot. And you put me in the Pokemon world and to be fair, Rose is a lot too. Yeah. Um, That's very fair too. Yeah. uh, There's a lot more in me, uh, more of me and Rose than maybe I intended, but here we are. Uh, So I was like, I want to, I want to, if Josh is going to be uh, a boy, I, w- I wanted to make a girl just like for the balance. He went with Cobalt for the name. So I was like, I will be Rose because he's you know, a blue name and a red name. It's Kanto. So like there's yeah. that. Uh, Rose does have a different first name. That's another whole thing. Um, yeah. Again, I, that's kind of a spoiler. Uh, like everyone else is a Jenny, like the letter a their name starts with a rose also has one but she hates it so she goes by rose mm-hmm. which well, doesn't hate it but she just like no other jennies go by anything but their name yeah. um and so rose is like i'm gonna be different than all of you call me rose mm-hmm. um so side, I, side note i am disappointed in rose's mother for continually dead naming her uh her her mom doesn't her sister does oh okay well then yeah, her her oldest sister is uh the worst. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, it's I mean, not uh, like it, not like the 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 worst, but no, 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 the worst is Subaki not. from from Act Two. But uh, <laughs> um, no, yeah, uh, Akantha, her oldest sister, is like very stern, and so I made the decision that she would not call her Rose because she's the most mad at Rose for not being a cop. Oh, um, great! So that's why she calls her uh her her first name by her first name um which rose doesn't like mind her name she just is rose like she's not you know so yeah uh yeah plus it like that was another way to like separate like what her sisters are like because i was like we're gonna have to come into them eventually um that's the other thing josh is like didn't have any other plans for like his character he's like an only child so i was like oh well rose will have uh siblings and i'm an older yeah. brother in real life so i was like let me be a younger brother because like mm-hmm. or a younger a younger sibling so that way i can like i don't know play it from the other side because mm-hmm. that's yeah that's fun um yeah. i 
I originally was just going to have her be a troublemaker. Like her starter was going to be a Togepi and with Metronome. Uh, more on that in a minute, I guess. <laughs> and uh, and so her whole thing was just going to be like, cause like she like hated rules because like she was going to be a troublemaker. And then that from there, I was like, oh, what if she is a Jenny that didn't want to be a Jenny? So originally she was going to be Jenny Jenny. Uh, so like I'm glad <laughs> I'm. Cause that's just like the first draft name that I like put oh, down. Boy. So then Rose or uh, Josh was like, "I'm Cobalt." I was like, "Oh, it's a color name." So let me also do a color name to you know for the theme. Uh, so that's why I, I got rid of Jenny Jenny, which I think is way for the best because it yeah. was literally just like the just a thing I wrote down when I came up with the idea. Yeah. Um, and then from there I was like, "Oh well, in the anime, all the Jennies have a Growlithe, so she'll get a Growlithe," mm-hmm. and then. Uh, that kind of informed it. Uh, the main inspiration for her character is Becca from Pitch Perfect. If you watch Pitch Perfect, you'll yes. you'll be able to see the lines <laughs> that lead yeah. from her to yeah, uh, to Rose. Just that like um, v- very truthful, like not necessarily. Like, she doesn't. Yeah, bl- very blunt. She doesn't really worry about other people's opinions about her um, because like she's she's good. She's comfortable in her own skin, so she's not like. Uh, like oh i need to worry about what adults think of me cuz also like her her entire family is cops like if she hasn't been yeah. arrested yet what's anyone else going to do they're going <laughs> to call one of they're going to call her cousin and she's going to be like hey uh uh amy don't arrest me <laughs> like you know yeah. i'll call graham i'll get to sort it out you know i mean in the devil may care sense that's more like that's more of a fat amy thing i feel like than becca uh, fat amy's a joke mule so like i don't know about that she's just there to like just drop jokes in uh i i have a lot of opinions about fat amy i i liked uh i liked the movie series better before it became the fat amy show but that's just me i haven't seen um, any except for the first one so it's the best it's the best one second one's very good third one it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I again, I could talk about Pitch Perfect forever. It's my favorite movie. This so. is not a Pitch Perfect podcast. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I and I will not be starting one, but I could. I've thought about it. I'm I've sure you of, could. Yeah, I'm sure you uh, could. But yeah, she like she like I guess a little bit um like there is that, but like because she like in the first episode she like climbs up on a statue that is like sort of revered in town because she's not from. She, like, just moved to Pallet at the start of it, and she doesn't like it because she's a city kid. Now she's in, like, yeah. this podunk town in the middle of nowhere, and uh, there's, like, a, she saw a thing at the top of the statue. She's, like, I'm just going to climb up there and see what it was. And they're, like, you can't mm-hmm. do that. That's a very yeah. important statue. Uh, I mean, joke's on them. She absolutely could do that, and she did. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so the that's a uh, of role-playing podcasts. It's not a question of whether or not you should. It's whether or not you can. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, we've gotten very good at uh, at just doing stuff. Uh, there's an upcoming episode of Cool Kids Table where we derail ten years of Alan's planning. <laughs> it's it is oh so sweet. It is just my favorite thing. You say that because you're the one who did the derailing, I hear. Oh, I absolutely was. <laughs> oh Jake, man, Jake, lucky wrench mason. Yep, uh, it, was, uh, it was my crowning moment of of achievement. Um, Anyway, yeah, so, uh, like, I, that's kind of where I come from with those. And then, like, as we started going forward, I, you know, like, layers pile up because you put more into the character. You figure out a little more backstory as you go. Uh, mm-hmm. The introduction of Sira kind of turned Rose on her head on accident. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to, but uh, Sira is, should we just say it's, like, it's the worst kept secret in podcasting. I mean, yes. For, f- for those of you who maybe have not listened to Pokemon World Tour United, uh, yeah. Sira is the character played by Shannon Maynard, and all you have to know is to actually look at Shannon's current uh, Twitter username, which is which is her name surrounded by rockets and rainbows, Yep. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to maybe get the shtick a little yeah, bit by so, her character, Sira. Yeah, so uh, Sira shows up, and she's an even like worst kid like she's like even more of a trouble and i accidentally because i have a i have a like the podcast producer in me like strives for balance so like i try to like even things out like i or like fill places that i feel are like being neglected (coughs) just so things aren't like 
I don't know, too top heavy in any given way. So when you have like two bad kids, one of the bad kids has to react. Like one of them's going to give and Rose's cop DNA just kind of comes out whenever Sierra's around because she's a criminal. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, like, so I kind of accidentally did that. And then every time Sierra goes away, like Rose kind of gets back into like, all right, now I can be the the troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, it's the cool, like the other thing is uh, Rose doesn't have a ton of friends. Like she's just not very good at friends. If you can imagine. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea. I, yeah. So she just like, doesn't have a lot of friends back like ever, anywhere. Uh, like her, her two best friends are Cobalt and Sierra and Victor uh, who is there uh, sort of like a tag along kid, but that they became friends with. Um, and, uh, and so like, it's like the cool older girl, like, oh, like I, you know, but then also she's a criminal and like parts of my like psyche are just trained to be like, <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, so yeah, so she kind of reacted to that. And then, so I kind of steered into that. Like whenever Sierra's around, like Rose is like, you're driving me crazy because I want to be the bad one and I can't be cause you're worse. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's, that's uh, a fun thing to play. Cause having Shannon on is always a delight. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. What's uh, any other? Do you want to talk about her Pokemon? Yeah, that was what, actually what I was going to ask you about. Since you've mentioned um, Rose's Growlithe and her Togepi, um, what other of her Pokemon would you like to talk about without getting maybe a little bit too spoilery? Uh, what? Uh, oof, I don't know. Who do you who do you talk about? Uh, so I, her Togepi, she did end up getting like originally it was going to be her starter. So, mm-hmm. um. She got that. She got the egg in the first episode, and then eventually, yeah. uh, like eight ish episodes in, it uh, turned into a a precious angel, Togepi, <laughs> who is very, uh, I don't know, is fastidious. Maybe is a good way to. She's very organ- is a good way to describe it. Yes, she she's very organized. Um, she's very she's got some hard and fast opinions. Um, she also maybe is a, a monster is a horrible monster from another dimension <laughs> because uh, her main move is metronome and mm-hmm. it just loves pulling up legendaries um like yep. signature moves that are. Just buck wild for a Togepi to do. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's that. It may have some... In this in the contest episode, there may be some very terrible stuff that gets unlocked because of the Metro, but, like, it's fine. She didn't mean it. She's an angel. Uh, so... There is, there is... Among the among the cast itself of World of Pokemon World 2 United, there is quite the debate on whether or not Scramble is... An ankle or your devil. I <laughs> and, <laughs> and obviously Jake is firmly in the camp of she is an angel. And I she am, is. I am maintaining neutrality on this for the purposes of future guests on this podcast. <laughs> and maintaining my friendships. Um uh, all I'm saying is that I don't know if there's a debate or if there's a lot of wrong people in me. Um uh, so I mean she hasn't done anything wrong. She didn't do anything she's never done anything wrong. Technically, I don't think. <laughs> that i can recall so that's not my call to make <laughs> so she's a uh, perfect then i have a uh, bango who is named after my dog who passed away about seven months before we started the show um uh, so it was like kind of a sore spot so i was like oh let me get rosa dog and i'll name him bango after my dog rango because rango was uh we called him basically anything that rhymed with rango so rango bango zango Durango, Dodongo. It got like you know, you know how you are with dogs. Like they'll they'll respond to anything pretty much as long as it sounds similar. Oh yeah. Um, so then I also made the decision that all of the um all of her line, like her direct line of uh family, they are all mm-hmm. Ango something Ango. So like her mom's is Zango. Her yes. Brams was as in the arc the Growlithe and Arcanine belonging to Rose's immediate and direct family. Not yeah. that her family themselves are literally Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if I said that, that is not what I meant. <laughs> no, they are human I beings. I just wanted to make sure it was 100% clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their Growlithe and Arcanine are all named after uh, Rango in some way. 
Uh, and so he is like, uh, so there's like a, the, the thing we use is the system we use is called Pokemon Tabletop United, which is where the United comes from. Uh, cause we had a podcast without a name. And so I made a decision, um, pretty much day of <laughs> like the day it went yeah. out. I was like, this is what it's called now. Um, or the, I, can, I think the day we recorded it is when I decided. Um, so there's, it, there's like natures, Pokemon of natures. If you're not familiar with Pokemon again, I don't know. I don't know what anyone listening, uh, yeah you know what they know or don't um and there's a lot of different ones in the tabletop game than there are in the regular game series there's like a couple extras like one of them was distracted and we rolled them at random um so bango came up with distracted um and so (laughs) he's just kind of it should have been he ended up being he's just a very jealous boy he's a little green-eyed monster um so uh and rose is like kind of strict with him um but like I don't think I'm as strict as everyone else thinks uh, <laughs> she is. It's, it's not. Uh, it's not done it with ill intentions. It's done with a with a keep your nose out of trouble. Sense. Yeah, and like don't eat that. Like don't eat like because she's a Pokemon, so all of her uh, Pokemon are Pokemon, which I have gotten so much crap for. <laughs> like just endless amounts because nobody seems to get that it's fake. That it's like fake and that Bango doesn't exist in real life and yeah. that like Growlits are not obligate carnivores because they're fake. So they don't need to, you know, they don't if need Pokemon a diet of can meat. survive on berries. Yeah, there's o- the if... only food in the world is berries, so they're going to be yes. fine. Uh, Yeah, so he's not – I mean that doesn't stop Cobalt from sneaking him like sausage and stuff all the time, um, yeah. which, which Rose has not noticed canonically um Not obviously I, obviously i know because i'm there but yes uh, and yeah. you edit the podcast <laughs> and i edit the podcast um uh, yeah it'd be real hard to sneak something by me uh yeah. there's there's some stuff that alan tries to get in a lot and i've cut out every single instance of it um <laughs> uh, and uh i have to go ask him what it is <laughs> oh he'll, he'll he'll tell you it's uh because i tell him i'm like oh that's cut i've cut that <laughs> like every time stop trying to make it happen um but yeah, so uh, so there's those two. Um, I think we can talk about Sakura. There's not really a spoiler to yeah, her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's on the uh, on the banner artwork for World Tour United. So yeah, uh, so she's a, a little um, Bulbasaur. One of the things that we started that Pokemon stole from us, and our mm-hmm. lawyers haven't gotten back to us about it yet. There's yeah, the wheels of justice turn slowly. They do. Is that we came up with the idea of type swapping Pokemon, and then they're like, hey, Alola, that's the whole new thing. Yeah. Um, so thanks for stealing our idea, Nintendo. You can make a check payable to Hey Jake and Josh Industries at your <laughs> earliest convenience. Or you can, buy um, Jake, or you can just buy Jake a new computer. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, I wouldn't turn it down. Um, so uh, we we type swapped a couple things here and there, and then we, I wanted a Bulbasaur because I sort of actually fell in love with them for like no reason. Like I was just like, oh, I want a Bulbasaur now. Like they're very I mean, it's cute. A good choice. Yeah, they're 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 a good one. Um, and so I was like, oh, let me get that. Uh, and then I already had a Grass type, and like the part of me is like, don't double up too much. Um, I was like, oh, we could do like a trade that we can like show that off in the world. And then so uh, Rose trades one of her Pokemon for this Bulbasaur who is a rose Bulbasaur instead of, like, the whatever a plant is. Sure. Um, uh, well, yeah, I don't know what kind of... I don't think there's a specific kind of flower that Bulbasaur and Ivysaur and Venusaur are supposed to be. Yeah, I, I don't... Like I Fantasy flower. Yeah, it ends up like a tree, kind of, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, she the, the backstory is that, like, her trainer named her Sakura because she was supposed to be a cherry blossom Bulbasaur because, like, you can, like, breed for that thing in this world. Mm-hmm. Um... And she ended up being a rose, and so she didn't want her, so she dropped her off. And I was like, "Oh, hey, I'm a rose too. Okay, like I feel yeah. for you." And she's like, cute. "Yeah, she's like kind of like withered because she was sad, so like her leaves were a little dry, like her bones a little dry." Uh, and so Rose is like, "All right, I gotta take you with me." Um, so that's how she got Sakura. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very cute, and it's essentially a backpack at all times a second backpack. yeah she's a yeah she's like ride side saddle she's uh has wicked uh uh separation anxiety separation anxiety. yes i was like attachment disorder that's not it uh yeah she just doesn't like being away like she's like going to her pokeball um mm-hmm. because it's like away from that so she just like kind of clings to rose yes um so which i think is very cute yeah um that's sort of the premise of the show is like what's cutest let's try to do let's do yes. that 
Pokemon in clothes. <laughs> Pokemon in clothes. It's kind of our whole game. Yep. Uh, then there's my other precious angel. Uh, he's a sweet boy. His name is Pepper. Um, uh, and he's just like really good at murder and <laughs> like I don't know if I want to give too much away about him. Um, but I will say that if you ever have Matt on the show, um, you know. Yep. Sorry about it, Matt. Sorry about your boy. Mine, mine's really good at killing. So, oops. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, he, he's a Charmander. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that. He's a Charmeleon now. Um, yeah, because I got him pretty early on. Uh, that was also Rose's first. Uh, or, well, it was one of the first Sierra episodes because uh, Shannon was on uh, four in a row on accident because mm-hmm. we finished and we we're like, oh. Shannon, can you come back next week? And we finished it. We're yeah. like, oh, we still need you next week. And now we're <laughs> friends. So like the like got her. Oh yeah. Uh yep. but uh but yeah, so uh she dibbed Pepper and Rose took him anyway. And Aww. so then I don't so think then, I ever actually knew that. Yeah, it's in it's in the it's in the episode. She calls dibs and then Rose is like, no. <laughs> and then takes uh and so Rose doesn't respect the dib system. So that's like a character trait that follows throughout uh yeah, that's the, fair. Uh, the the show because again she's the youngest of four, uh, so she got four older sisters. So growing Take up, what like, you can get, man. like yeah, literally like anything you had, you had to like if you weren't there first, you were like you didn't get the good stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, so she just doesn't like care about dibs. Uh, but yeah, Pepper, I love Pepper. He's a very good boy. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Um, I got uh, a little ditto named tbd because i couldn't think of a name i was like oh yeah name tbd and i was like oh that's perfect for a ditto it is it's um, a good choice i'd grape so, ball that if not oh, ultra ball just, just a grape ball uh it's fair it's fair it's not for everybody um so yeah uh he's like a little tiny gloopy clay kind of one because like it's i don't a ditto. <laughs> it's a ditto but he's small um uh, but also can turn into like a pier <laughs> one time yeah. or a tablecloth uh he also his his big trick is that he can turn into two different Pokemon at once to become these unholy monstrosities. Uh, that I mean, there's some pretty cool uh, combinations. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Growldo is my favorite. It's half Skiddo, half Growlithe, just like a big fire Skiddo. Um, mm-hmm. Also turned into a person, but it was mostly still Ditto. It's like a purple, a horrible monster person. A lot of Rose's Pokemon are just like monsters that she loves unconditionally. I mean. It is literally in the word Pokemon. That's so. true. But if you look over it, like Josh, like he's got like kind of an angry bunny and a sad Cubone and a, a, a Cyndaquil with a big butt. Like, and then Rose is like a Togepi that can summon up uh, moves from like Giratina and others. And, uh, you know, a, yes. a <laughs> ditto that can do a whole bunch of stuff it shouldn't be able to do. And Pepper who, again, I won't talk about, but he's a sweet boy, and I love him very much. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I don't know who else. Any, anybody else you want me to talk about? Not really. Do you uh, want to talk about how you've given uh, all, how you've given Rose's Pokemon like their own personalities? Um, yeah, that's kind of a lot on Alan. Uh, we don't really talk about that. As it goes, we kind of feel it out. Like, like Bango uh, did not... We didn't intend for him to be uh like a little envious jealous boy but then he we kind of we did it once and we're like oh that was fun let's like keep doing that and so that kind of how it went uh togepi is like very like stern and haughty um and uh sakura is like you know shy and sad so that's the thing um is that in the game pokemon uh Mm -hmm. There's not a lot you can do to differentiate a Bulbasaur from a Bulbasaur. No, there's you know? really not. Yeah, which which stinks. Like, you can't even put a little hat on him. Like, come on. Hey, Pokemon for the Switch? Let me put a little hat on him. That's all I'm mm-hmm. asking for. Uh, so, like, that's one of the things we wanted to do is, like, kind of show that, like, the Pokemon are also characters and not just, like, tools. Yeah. that always felt weird to me. And, like, if we were yeah. in that world, like, there's no way. Like, Jake Mason could not eat a pokemon like i couldn't i just couldn't <laughs> like so like i just like couldn't fathom that so rose became poketarian and, and like i just couldn't like like you keep your pokemon in pokeballs like i get that for like a lot of them but like 
you gotta have some people you keep out. Like, yeah, that would be ridiculous. That would be just like it's. So like one of the things we really wanted to do is like make sure that like all the Pokemon like had their own characteristics and like there's some overlap because you know there's only so much you can do where they yeah. can only say <laughs> one word, which mm-hmm. Alan does like an amazing job with. Um, oh yeah. Uh, if you ask him, he says like his uh his big inspiration was uh Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy and like how many ways Groot yeah. says I am Groot, but like it means different things every time, and so um that's kind of how he. I mean, goes about doing Pokemon. There are whole scenes where Alan has conversations with himself as different Pokemon, which yep. is hilarious and fantastic. Yeah, uh, and what I th- what I love the most is that a lot of time you can like kind of get the meaning, like you kind of like you kind of hear what's going on, um, and you guys don't get like the facial expressions because it's an audio only uh, medium. Yeah, but like he, Alan acts with his entire body, and he's like, oh 18, yes, he does. <laughs> he's like eighteen feet tall, so there's like a lot of him to act with. Um, <laughs> So like he'll like you'll you can usually tell a lot of also I I gave Rose the a lot of points in intuition just so I could cheat and be like what does this mean let me let me figure out what uh, what they're saying yeah. uh that's uh, hey if you guys are ever thinking about playing Pokemon Tabletop United just jack up intuition it's the cheating stat it it'll <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it it's great uh but yeah so that's. I don't know. That's that's where they're put. Yeah, they got a lot of personality because, like, again, it just didn't feel right to make them tools and or mm-hmm. like you know things on your character sheet and not like just characters in the world too. Yeah. So I think that's a very good stance to take, especially in I guess you could say like today's media world of just like how like de like not like dehumanization, but like like reducing. Reducing living beings in, at least in fiction, to... Like, Hopefully to, just in fiction. To, yes. Like, reducing reducing beings to tools has become so frowned upon in media nowadays. Like, yeah, it, like, having um, characters that are just exist for, like, a utilitarian purpose isn't, like, I don't know, it's just not fun. Like, yeah. it's there's, like, a lot of problems with it, too, but it's, it's also, like, it's a, like, we're obsessively a comedy podcast you know like yeah. there's a lot of i feel like there's a lot of heart and like oh there's yeah definitely a, like, there's a lot more going on but like we do try to make it fun so just having care like they because they would be just characters but that you would only send out for battles which we hate doing like we haven't done a battle yeah. in like nine episodes <laughs> maybe more we might be the last time i vividly remember battling is in oh no it it was you guys fought the snorlax we fought the snorlax that was the second episode and then we did fight a couple episodes later the gastrodons in act two yeah so it's been like i don't know it's only been like five or six 40 just came out yeah so it's been like five or six uh feels like forever (laughs) since we've done you guys are like four or five episodes ahead (laughs) yeah uh well we're only Two ahead right now. Uh, we got down to the point where we were zero ahead, and that was the first time that happened in years yeah. or a year and change. So that was a little nerve wracking, but uh, yeah, we we made it work. Uh, but yeah, so like we don't like battling a lot because it slows the podcast down. It like it is it is a an anchor <laughs> around your feet trying to keep the pace and like. Sometimes it's necessary. Uh, gym battles are we have guests on. We have because we have a Patreon, so uh, yeah. high level patrons are our gym leaders. Um, and for that, it's like we have a gym. We have a person come on, so like we can have, like you know, there's that there. It's not just like Alan trying to come up with another character, mm-hmm. and that we have to fight. Um, I still hate editing fights. It is yeah just tedious. So we <laughs> try to skip it as much as possible. Um. But, uh, but yeah, so we, you know, just having Pokemon be like a fight thing, like a, like a keychain that you use to fight. It's just like, it didn't, you know, that's kingdom hearts, mm-hmm. you know, that's not Pokemon. That is kingdom hearts. Um, so, which is a, a very You're great game series, something. which is a very great game series that I've never played. Uh, but I did freak out about Mickey Mouse the other night. So mm-hmm. there's As that. You it's a good, As you should. It's a, it's a, it's pretty good. Um. Yeah. So that's 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 kind of our stance on, on on how we treat that. Mm-hmm. In in general, 
without spoiling too, too much with the podcast, what would you say are some of your favorite things that have happened to, with, or by Rose? Uh, oh, there's a lot. Uh, I tend to, <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I tend to, like, talk a lot. <laughs> I, I don't know if, I don't know if that's a thing. It's, I hadn't noticed. I know, it's kind of, I try to play it a little close to the vest, but I tend to talk a lot. Um, so I, like, if there's any dead space in a podcast, I will try to fill it. Um, because it, I don't know, drives me crazy. I know that I have to edit that dead space out later if it's one that I'm doing. Um, so a lot of stuff tends to happen because Rose just like does something or says things. So there's a lot. Um, I, I think her, her like big, like first, like this is her, this is Rose is when she arrested some rockets, which, um, again, she's not a cop. It was a citizen's arrest, Yeah. but, uh, canonically, None of her sisters had ever arrested rockets before. They'd always eluded her. So, so here's Rose, this not a cop, arresting rockets that her you know, sisters have never done. And uh, and I th- I think that was kind of like one of the first moments where it's like, oh, Rose doesn't want to be a cop, but she is very good at it. I mean, I you already know. mentioned climbing up on the monument in Pallet Town, which was in the first episode. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Is my favorite joke is that whenever anybody mentions the competitive scene, Rose just says, "I'm not really into that." So like, she didn't know who Red was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the star of Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> she, she just didn't know who it was. She knew who Blue was because she saw his poster or something, and he was cute. Um, yeah. So like, that's you know, and and Rose is like kind of into older guys. Like, I accidentally made that a thing that she does. Um, yeah, you sure did. I did. Yeah. It's just like it's just funny to me. Um, she's got <laughs> several types, and when they show up. <laughs> She just let you know. Yeah, she's got so, she's got several types: uh, fairy, normal, grass, fire, water, ghost, water. Ice. I think I I think I at this point have one of each. I don't know if I have a steel type yet. I might need to fix that. No. Um. Uh, uh. But yeah, so she uh climbed up on this monument to Red, like you know who became like the first you know Pokemon champion in the Kanto League. Uh, mm-hmm. like period, because it's kind of implied that in the games. Um, there's a really great comic you can read called The Very Best, a red blue fan comic by Shannon Maynard, um, that like is the story of red and blue, but good. Um, and that's now canon in Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon World Tour United. Um, uh, look, I, I, it literally was the only comic book I read for like three or four straight months. Like I read it like once a day cause I just love it so much. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, a uh, like, so there's red who's like deal, right? And Rose just didn't know who he was. She's from Saffron. Like. She doesn't yeah. like she heard about him probably, but like didn't put a name to a face. Um, and now extra canonically, uh, they're friends because of yes. uh, it's it will become canon, I promise. But <laughs> it hasn't it has not yet. Um, but yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, my favorite joke is getting people's names wrong. Um, just in my favorite joke period in the entire world is like that and like having Alan say something one more time. Because he has, whenever he uses an accent, I'm like, what was that? Sorry, I didn't catch it. One more time. Could you just, like, give it to me? Maybe do, like, one more time? Um, so those are my two favorite jokes. So those are Rose's two favorite jokes. <laughs> um, so we get a lot of people's names wrong. Um, and then I ask Alan to repeat Moltres in whatever voice he was. He said Mulchers sounded like a lot. And so. Scoops. Scoops. And I've got a running list of just... <laughs> Jake, Jake rides Alan about how this one thing is pronounced. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, I call the thing on top of your house a roof. So, like, like grain of salt, you know, like, you don't have to, like, I'm not, I'm not here out, you know, busting anybody, like, saying that my nose is completely clean on this, but <laughs> I am just better at it than anybody else is. So, you got to play to your strengths. That is true. You do have to play to your strengths, especially yeah. in when you're in a Pokemon actual play role-playing game. Yeah, playing a crappy teen who's just, like, very sassy. Like... Mm-hmm. I'm I can be a pretty sassy boy and I have to visit that upon Alan because he's everybody else in the world. So Yeah. You know, there's a lot more opportunities to do it to him. Yeah. That is very true. So yeah, I think those are I think those are kind of my favorite things that she does is just like be nasty to people. <laughs> See, my favorite parts of Rose are when it is are when she is doing something good. 
even if it's not necessarily something she wants to do. I, I also enjoy that. Uh, be, be like begrudgingly doing things is also uh, funny to me, um, especially if it's like something that needs to happen narratively that like I know like would, it, the most satisfying version is Rose doing like a good thing, but yeah. like Rose wouldn't want to do it. So like in order to walk that line of like how would Rose react versus like how like what we need. Because like, the other trick about PWTU is that like, it's a show and like it's for other people to listen to. So like you yeah. can't just like do like if it was like if we were just like playing the game, like it would be totally different. It would like it would just be buck wild, at, you oh, know, because yeah. like we'd be throwing wrenches and things. It would be a mess. But <laughs> like you, I need it to like work and add, and I produce it and I edit it. So like I, if I don't, I'll get mad at me later. And like I just don't want to give me that headache. Yeah. So like I just anytime that something needs to happen, Rose is just like, all right, fine, we'll be we'll do this. I'll let. Sierra steal this thing even though yeah. I don't want her to uh you know uh or like all right we'll help fine but only because like I know that the cops are useless because the, most of them are my family so which says, which means Rose has a very high opinion of herself uh yeah she's a teen have you met a teen they're, they're... I've been a teen this might be yeah. a shocker to you but I've been a teen I also at some point in the distant past I was also a teen and I was I've been a team more recently than you. You have, yes. Uh, uh, I, I was, I at some point I was a teen, and I also had a pretty high opinion of myself. Uh, so that's you know, I feel like that's real true to Rose. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, last question: Why do you like or love Rose so much? Uh, well, it's definitely love. It's definitely uh, I, I love playing Good. Rose. She's my favorite character. I do uh, like another. I, I we have a podcast called the cool kids table where we have like a rotating bunch of characters um and i have characters that i like genuinely love playing on that but rose is still my favorite of of everybody i think a lot of it is like it's i i I don't know like i figured out the core of her like i know exactly how to do rose the best so like i i think that just makes me want to play her more you know so uh I don't know. I th- yeah, she's like she's. It's like a it's like a comfortable pair of shoes. Like you can say, oh, I know exactly how to be this crappy teen. Like I know exactly yeah. like you know like what she would do in any given situation. And it's also like I like playing the dichotomy of like she doesn't want to be a cop, but she's very good at all the cop stuff. Yeah. Like she's actually better at a lot of the cop stuff than the <laughs> cops on the show. Than the actual cops than and the, her family members. Yeah, which like, is a circle. Yeah, uh, a it's circle. not. A, it's there's some. On this, it's got Mickey yes. Mouse ears a little bit. It's, um, it's not a complete circle. Yeah, uh, we just haven't met any of the other cops yet. Is the problem? Because uh, it's funnier if Jenny show up, and then they're like, yeah. "Oh, Rose," because they all look the same, but they know which one is which. Um, mm-hmm. Which is just like again another funny joke to me. Oh yeah. Uh, so, like, I like that line because it's just like something that comes very natural to Rose, but then she hates it, so she tries to steer away from it, but can't. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of that, you know. Also, it's Pokemon, so it's just, like, fun in general. Like, it's just oh, fun yeah. to to have a bunch of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Maybe too many. I have, like, 45 Pokemon at this point. Like, I need to, need to pare yeah. down <laughs> a little bit. So, Jake, since we have ran through all of my questions, uh, would you like to promote? Do you have anything that you would like to promote? Where would you like to be found on the internet if you choose to be found? I know this is uh, going to be a long time, so I'm going to sit back and take a drink. Yeah, take a, yeah, everyone, hey, put your feet up. <laughs> I got to do a lot of stuff. So uh, I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I've got, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. I'm not sure if I have eight or nine podcasts. You get to a certain point and you just stop counting. Like you when you have like a lot of podcasts. Yeah. When you have a lot of kids, like you just probably stop naming them at some point even, right? Because you're just like, yeah, like nine to, you know, um, so that's kind of how I am. <laughs> Uh, so I have, there's Pokemon World Tour United, uh, there's, it's the, I guess, like, parent podcast, Pokemon World Tour, where we go through, Josh and I go through the world of Pokemon, we do, like, an audio Let's Play, sort of, I think is the best way to put it, mm-hmm. um, and then we have, like, a lot of interactive stuff that is rapidly becoming, like, my favorite thing on the podcast, because just, like, get to let loose oh, and yeah. be goofy, um, I do an episode-by-episode recap of the Power Rangers series, we just finished Lost Galaxy, thank God, um, <laughs> So it's called the Morphin Grid. I do Cool Kids Table, which is a another actual play RPG series where we do a bunch of different systems. We have one called Sequinox uh, that is a magical girl show, which is my favorite. Which um, is fantastic. 
I love it the most. I like it more than United, I think. Um, I don't know. Uh, speak heresy. I Look, I love United. and I But just like <laughs> Sequinox, like, I just like, I don't know. There's something about it that I just love so much. Um, it's, uh, I, my character, Shell Danielson, she has a perfect Southern accent. It's unimpeachable. Uh, so there's that. Um, what else do I do? Uh, Shannon and I do Kingdom Smarts where I have never played Kingdom Hearts and I don't know anything about it. Um, so Shannon has half an hour at a time to explain the most complicated video game series to me, um, which is very fun. Uh, you can listen to me get invested in these characters that I have never played, um, to the point of demanding that I like I want children not children he's a teen he's like I, I was yeah. like I want him dead I hate Early him but I want teen. him dead yeah uh, and like crying about Mickey Mouse uh, yeah. I did I uh, it's it's a good it's a it's a good show it's it's it is yeah it's very fun um, I, I, I want a, a shirt that says I have the power of God and Mickey Mouse on my side yes yeah, so <laughs> I I feel Mickey Mouse in this Chili's tonight yes um uh, is <laughs> if I oh I love I. It's just his best friend, but it's also his dad. I love anyway. Um, I do a Bond podcast where we review every Bond movie. Uh, me and Matt J from the Super Sentai Brothers. It's called Spectre, a special podcast exclusively for comedy, talking, revenge, and extortion. And a lot of people think that that last part's a joke, but it's not. If we have any chance to revenge or extort someone, we're taking it. Um, Duly noted. I think that's it. I edit uh, Sailor Business. Hard reboot. Hard reboot. Uh, Matt Allen and I do a podcast where we take public domain properties and pitch reboots to each other and try to make it uh, something new and cool. Um, that's also very fun. Uh, I think the episode that just went up was on Faust, which started off a little shaky because we didn't know how to make it work. And then we like, yeah, there's always a point where something clicks and the rest of the episode is us like yelling about yelling excited ideas at each other. Oh, yeah. um, so it's another fun one. I think that might be it. So anyway, yeah, that's me. That's where you can find me. Uh, that was probably twice the length of the actual podcast. What um, about your Patreon? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can go to patreon.com slash heyjakeandjosh. And, Josh, and uh, if you have, like, money that you hate and you just want to get rid of it, you can give it to me and Josh. Um, <laughs> you can you can listen to us talk about the Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills uh, show. That's an exclusive show that we do on there. Um, that show's wild. It's USA oh, Network. Bad. There's knockoff. And it's weirdly watchable uh, despite being just super bad. Um, so... There's that. Um, yeah, so that's where you can go to support me. I also have a, a Kofi. A, a Kofi? I, I feel like I feel like it's I feel like it's supposed to be pronounced Kofi, but I don't know. I have to try to pronounce it myself. <laughs> I just pronounce it Kofi because it's like Wi-Fi, but not. So I, yeah. I you go to kofi.com slash Jake Mason. You can just like tip me. Buy I don't know. a computer. I, yeah, help me buy a computer. That's all I'm. <laughs> that's all that money has gone to is because mine is nine years old. It's the oldest living computer on the planet Earth, and she has <laughs> given up the ghost. So uh, yeah, you can if you want to toss in a couple bucks, you can do that there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, if that was, I have finished. I finished the drink that I was taking when you started okay. talking. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much again, Jake, for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I, I don't I don't get to just gush about, like, Rose a lot. Because it would be weird to do that on Rose, on the show with the Rose is on, right? So, thank you I for mean, giving me this opportunity. I don't think it would necessarily be weird. But, yes. Uh, I, mean, I mean, but there's... That is that is the whole point of this podcast. Exactly. Talk about exactly. original characters. So there's I'm a whole podcast for serve, it. We could fill that need for you. <laughs> yes. it's a, You're providing a valuable service uh, to me and everyone. So, well, thank, thank really, Christina, thank you. <laughs> Well, in that case, then, you are welcome. (laughs) The Home for Wayward OCs can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our theme song is Violet by Poddington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. You can also email us at waywardocpod at gmail.com. And full disclosure here, we are actually booked for guests through at least the end of June. So if you have an original character that you'd like to talk about, uh, feel free to email us. But I can't promise that we can get you in anytime before the end of June. So I we are always looking for guests to be on the show just to expand our, not not our repertoire, but like to expand the narratives that people get to talk about and things. But... It just might not happen until halfway through this year. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, and since we are just starting out, uh, and this is still one of the first episodes coming out actually after the podcast itself came out, uh, it would be super helpful if you can subscribe and rate us on your listening platform of choice, uh, leave a review. I would appreciate it very much uh, because those help us to find more guests and new listeners and it brightens more people's day. Hey everybody, Christina from the more recent past cutting in here to add in something that I couldn't talk about when I recorded this episode with Jake. I will be playing Ashley Adario on the Lost Library's Grayscale campaign, which will be starting a actual play pretty soon. And if you like the idea of a campaign that is using the Monster of the Week system, or if you liked listening to previous guests of the show, Melissa and Riley, then keep your podcatchers tuned for The Lost Library. Anyway, back to the rest of the episode. So, thank you all for listening. This has been the Home for Wayward OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. expect you to talk about soap pants for like five minutes i look i'm very passionate about, i'm a very passionate man got a lot of thoughts and opinions on snow pants don't start talking about maple syrup i'll never stop <laughs>